0: Welcome to the Working With Teams podcast. The mini podcast gives you something to take away and apply with each and every episode. Today, my colleague, Will Besson and I talk about consultation versus facilitation. What are the differences? And being really clear for participants about what they're gonna be involved with in terms of decision-making process when it comes to consultation and how you can get the best out of them throughout that process.
1: What's the difference between consultation and facilitation. They're those kind of high level words that get thrown around, we need some community
0: consultation on this. Is it similar, different to facilitation? But I think ultimately with consultation process a lot of the time it's somebody further down the track that's going to be making the decision. For a lot of our work, when we're doing facilitation with groups and teams at the end of the day they're the ones we're asking for a decision from. And I think
1: something that clients come to us a lot for is around how can they build a facilitative approach into consultation so that it's not just an exercise where it's a tick box and a decision is made much further down the line. What's that commitment they're willing to make? How can a facilitator help them to really engage people, give people the opportunity to have input, maybe prioritise things, really give direction so that decision maker is much better informed? And so, in that sense, there's one that you use a fair bit, which is the IAP2 Spectrum
0: of Engagement, isn't it? Yeah. Great to have another acronym in the in the mix. That is the International Association of Public Participation. I've been a member of that for quite a while now, and they have some really good tools. The Spectrum of Public Participation you've mentioned involves five points, and it goes from inform through to consult, to involve, to collaborate and empower. And each of those points refers to different levels of influence over the decision for people involved in a consultation process. So right at the start of Inform, it's pretty much an organization's coming out to tell you what's going on, and that's pretty much where it stops. you keep moving along a bit further, it's it's consult, it's telling you what's going on, getting your feedback, and then making sure we have an understanding of what that feedback is. You get into that mid-range where you see a lot of organisations starting to work in and involve it's getting your feedback and actually taking some of that on board and letting you know, as a follow-up, how you've used their information. Where it really gets value is at the collaborate level, where it's really saying, we're on equal footing here as decision-makers, we'll take on board your recommendations to the best degree possible and incorporate that in the final decision. And where it has real meaning for in community engagement is at the empower level, when an organisation, whether be, be a government or a corporation, really doesn't know what to do, and they'll come to a group and say, we need an answer. Here's all the all the resources you need, but give us a solution and we'll implement it. And that's when consultation really works exceptionally well. Each of those points are valid. It's just the people involved need to understand their influence over the decision.
1: Yeah, and I can imagine that spectrum being a really good contracting tool for your work with clients at the outset saying, Here's a simple spectrum, yeah. where do you want to operate on? Because it's about a commitment and there are some decisions that are purely an informed, you just need to inform a group, it yep. might be a legislative change, yeah. something has changed and that's the way it is, through to, if you're willing to, we can help you to collaborate with this stakeholder or community group, but you have to be really genuine if you're going to commit to collaboration because groups can sniff it from a mile off if you're false and the decision's already made.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And I think once people are clear on where what influence they have, they can then make a decision whether to be part of the process or not. But if, the, if they think they've been sold or done, oh, man, get the bulletproof vest out. Hmm. You're in a whole lot of pain then. Yeah, Because you become the focus of their anger. Yeah, Not the organisation you're actually working for and even, if, even though I'm a scary-looking skinhead, you know, I've got to keep a car running in those situations. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm quivering just sitting on the couch <laughs> with you, mate. <laughs> cool. And,
1: and the question there around facilitation and consultation, I think that then facilitation really sits within that spectrum as a tool. Yeah. But it's one that you need to choose where to use and, and when to use it. Yeah, for sure.
0: Well done on being part of the Working With Teams Modcast. Make sure if you've got any special requests for future episodes to go over to my website, andrewhuffer.com.au and get in touch. Looking forward to hearing from you soon.